Our guest today is Doug Burge. As one of the top 20 winningest coaches in Washington High School history, Coach Burge is widely recognized as an amazing leader who's been a positive influence in so many young men's lives. Coaching 25 years and winning nearly 500 games, Coach Burge walked off the court victorious nearly 8 out of 10 times his team competed. His teams made 18 appearances at the state tournament, placing 13 of those times and cutting down the nets as state champions twice in 1994 and 2014. Doug played basketball for the legendary NAI coach Dean Nicholson at Central Washington University. He has retired from coaching, but still enjoys a strong connection to the game through his son, Scotty, who's a junior at Oregon Tech. This is where I met Doug through our shared connection at Oregon Tech. He's one of the nicest men I've ever met, extremely gracious and humble. Very happy he agreed to appear on the show today. I hope you enjoy our interview. We'll return in 30 seconds. So today we have Doug Burge, one of the best high school coaches in Washington. He's in the top 20 in total wins. He won almost 80% of his games. Doug, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be on. So you began coaching as a very young man. What was your first coaching gig? Uh, you know, I was still going to Central Washington University, and I started at a 1A school in Washington at Natchez Valley High School, and I started as a junior varsity coach, and I coached for four years and then took over the helm there for two years before I moved on to the Zilla School District and coached for 23 years in, at Zilla. So at Zilla, you had some amazing success. You know, as I said in your intro, 18 appearances at the at the state tournament, and you were able to cut down the nets twice. You placed at the tournament 13 times. I'm sure you have tons of memories. But when uh, former players, and I'm sure you have a lot of them still around town, come up to you, what are their favorite memories? What type of things do they tend to remember? Well, I think they would tell you that, uh, you know, most of them still call me coach. Uh, even though I'm in a significantly different role now as a superintendent in our district. But, uh, you know, and I think they just remember a lot of the good times that we had together, how we uh, strive to be as the best we could be during those times. You know, we had a lot of successes, a lot of uh, state, as you said, a lot of state placings, a lot of league titles, a lot of district titles, a lot of great basketball games. And, you know, on a Friday, Saturday night in our community, you better get there early because the, the place was always full and it was just uh, something to be real proud of. And just a lot of pride in the program, I think, is probably one of the things that I saw over my 23 years as a coach in the Zillow School District is that we uh, – I was fortunate because I walked into a great situation. We won the state title my very first year at Zillow. So in 93, 1993, we won the state title. And, and uh, 94, 93, 94, we won the state title. So that was my first year. So that sort of set the course. You know, they hadn't had a state title before that uh, since in the in the 50s. So it was wow. – uh, that was a great uh, great way to come in, and then we just kept the, the level of success going. You know, and I think that was a lot of it. You know, we brought in, uh, if you were to look at my staffs over the years, my coaching staffs, we had we had people that played for me. We had kids that had ties in the community that played in the program. So that was always something I was pretty proud of. We always, uh, a lot of people wanted to give back to, to our program, and we just sort of kept, kept it running, and we were pretty – um, successful for quite a long time, and, and they are still very successful. We turn it over in good hands, and they've won two state titles since I retired in 2016, so they're just picking up where we left off and even taking it to a new level. 
So, Doug, I know from growing up in a small town that high school athletics is a huge part of the town's identity as well as a town's pride because small towns tend to go through dips and booms and dips, and they're often the butt of jokes in the, in the city, if you will. So did that add extra pressure that you knew the town was really counting on your program to pr- provide that pride, if you will? Yeah, I believe so. I, I think one of the things, and we had one of those little lulls in the in the mid, you know, in the mid two thousands, in the um, you know two thousand eight, two thousand nine. We had a couple of years where we were, I would say, subpar. We were very, uh, we played hard. We never, you know, gave anything away. But we had a couple of years where one year where we had a losing record, one year where we went ten and ten, and, and we had to sort of get that back, you know. And I mean. You know, just put. You know, we used to. We I would always tell the guys. You know, when you when it said Villa on your jersey, that meant something. And you know, we weren't going to go down without a fight. And we really played hard. Even in those years, I think I did some of my best coaching. And it was just we were we were competitive in every game. We just couldn't find a way to win some of those games at the end. But we were, um, you know. And then we got it back in in you know in the last eight years that I was coaching, we really made a run where we were in some state title games, won a state title and really turned it around again. Like I said, before I left in 2016. So, you know, like you said, in a small town and a one, a size school, you're, you know, we have 400 students basically in your high school and you're going to have some of those dips in the road, but we, we've kept it, we kept it pretty solid except just a few years there. And even in those, I think probably what I was most, what I was most proud of is a lot of people thought, well, you know, this would be the time for it a pretty successful coach to get out and I never did that you know I mean, we kept we, we we went through that time and together with the guys we had and we worked hard and we got a lot better and it probably made us better in the end you know because we uh we kept to the course and, and did it and when I was able to go out uh, with my son senior year just in 2016 when I was able to retire or retire from coaching if you will um I had sort of planned that out and that was sort of my game plan and uh we lost a heartbreaker um, in the quarterfinals that would have, you know, to the eventual state champion on, on a buzzer shot, in which it was basically the state championship on day one of the tournament, just a bad uh, pairing the way it went, and uh, two of the best teams playing on day one. And uh, unfortunately, we came out on the low end and ended up getting fourth, you know, won the rest of our games and got fourth, and that was the way we went out. But we were able to, you know, leave the – I left a team for 2017 – uh, that won a state title. So I got to go out and I didn't leave when, you know, the, the chips were down or the program was failing in any way. You know, like I said, they won, they've won two state titles since I left in the last three years and attribute to the, the assistant that was with me. But I mean, also the cupboard wasn't bare either. So I feel like it, we did it the right way. So you talked about your last year was your son, Scotty's senior year. Scotty was probably about a in junior high school, I heard a story. You were out raking leaves with him one day, and you asked him whether or not he wanted you, you to coach him in high school. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right, Bill. I uh, I was actually we were about in, he was about in fifth grade, and he just started really playing a lot of basketball with AAU teams and different things. And at that time, I I you know I was going through some professional moves in my you know, with being an administrator and school administrator and things like that. And I had to make some decisions. Was I going to continue to coach? Was I going to, what was I going to do? And at this point blank asked him one day when we were out fall, we can leave. Hey son, do you want me to coach you when you're in high school? Cause if, if you really do, then I'm going to continue the course and do that. And he said, yeah, dad, I'd love that. So and that was sort of made my decision at that, probably that, that day I made my mind up that I would, 
I was going to continue coaching, obviously, unless there's something else that got in the way, but I would continue coaching until he graduated. So I sort of had a, you know, a plan in my head at that time that when he graduated from high school, that would be it for me. So when you coached your own son, was, was that a challenge? Uh, it wasn't a challenge from the standpoint of, uh, you know, I think I was, if anything, I was harder on him. I think right. sometimes, even though I'd been coaching a long time in our community, there's probably a few people out there that said, well, gee whiz, is, is that, is that, is his son starting because he's the coach, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but you know, not, he, he earned every bit of it, I think. So it wasn't hard from that perspective. Uh, you know, one of the funnest things that I ever got to enjoy as a coach was, we won a state title with him on the court when we, when he was a sophomore and he started that year as a sophomore and we went 27 and 0 and, and, uh, it was, you know, something that will never, um, that will never, you know, nobody can take that away from us. And so that was something that a lot of people don't get to do that. I've had a lot of people ask me, well, how is it coaching your son? You know, and then to have the success you had, you know, and then we followed that up with, um, third place finish when he was a junior and like I said a fourth place finish when he was a senior and and, and rightfully so we were right in the mix to win other state titles with you know those teams so uh we had some I think he was something like 99 and six in his four years <laughs> uh, I, I I can't say enough about it it was a pleasure it was fun and and, and you know you don't get to do that very often and that was probably the highlight of my career just getting to coach him as well as you know we got to coach a lot of great kids but um, to coach your own son and then um, have that bond that we can take, you know, wherever for for the rest of our lives. It was quite a great thing. So when I see Scotty next week, I'm going to ask him what happened to those six games. <laughs> you better, yeah. You should, yeah. Um, I usually blame him. I, you know, I usually blame him somehow. For that, <laughs> I might not have the same uh, – you might not have the same recollection as I do about having it be such a great thing playing for your dad, you know, because uh, like I said, you know, he's was a point guard for me and he was a leader and he took a lot of the brown stuff, you know, because dad can get on him and, you know, everybody else sort of falls suit. So, yeah. So, it, but I think he enjoyed it. I, I got, I got to spend a lot of time uh, with him and in that realm, something we both love. And so that was something that was very special, both of us. So you had amazing success at Zilla, but, uh, coaching at Zilla opened up a lot of op- other opportunities for you in the coaching world, didn't it? Yeah, you know, I was able to be heavily active in the State Coaches Association, president for a while, got to do some great things. I did coach one of the um, Washington-Oregon games as the head coach one year when Oregon took it to us pretty good. Uh, I think I remember some names in that in that year. It was uh, Luke Jackson was playing for Oregon, and I, there were a few others that were pretty doggone good. Blake Stepp, I believe, and you know some of those guys. That was about the year I coached, and they handed it to us pretty good at the uh, Child Center that year. But uh, I got to do that. I got to coach a USA Basketball, be an assistant for a USA Basketball summer elite. Um, you know, it was like a camp I guess if you will and there were four teams I was helping with the West team but there were some great players some NBAers Chris Paul it was LeBron James's senior in high school but at that time he, he was supposed to be there but he broke his wrist or something that summer or late earlier in that year so he wasn't he wasn't in attendance but there were if I went through the list you'd know some of the names there were some great players that I followed a little bit later watching them in college and watching some of them in the NBA so it was it was neat and you know so some of those things and just being around a lot of great coaches I got a 
um, take part in some great coaching clinics as, as, as sometimes as a presenter or sometimes as just an observer. And, you know, it afforded me a lot of opportunities I wouldn't have gotten if I, I wasn't in um, coaching. And I got to have a lot of strong mentors and a lot of – I played for great coaches in college and I got a chance to, um, you know, meet and be around a lot of great people that great basketball minds. So you talked about that memory of that state championship when Scotty was a sophomore. What are two or three other very memorable events from all your coaching experience? You know, I think, uh, you know, sometimes it, it, it's funny when you're in one place, you know, like I said, I, I, I was head coach in Zola for 23 years. So I got to coach and this, this happened for a couple kids, but I got to coach my first year. One of my tough or cut two of my really good players when we won my first state title, they had kids on, on my team when we won my second state title. So that was pretty, yeah. you know, that's a pretty, you know, not a lot of people can say that, you know, Hey, not only did I coach your dad and we won a state title, but now I coach, you know, now I coach you and we won a state title. So you've got to weather the storm a little bit to have that, you know, <laughs> or there. just, or just be old. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that was it too. They just, you know, I put up with me that long, but uh, you know, that was always fun, but I just think some of the memories, just in some of the, in the middle of my career, we changed gyms because we had a new facility built, but I can tell you some stories about the old gym we had, which we still have right now. It's in a remodel phase, but boy, we packed that thing. And there was, like I said, not a better place to be on a Friday or Saturday night. And they, the overflow would be out in the commons and they'd be piping the game out to them by video. And <laughs> you didn't get there. The gym was sweating on the, the old walls were sweating and there wasn't a, seat in the house and you know we didn't have a bench you had a bench in the first seat of the bleachers and you had fans right right in your lap you know it was just uh we had some great games in the old uh, gym and those were always fun but i just think just being in and uh being around and being able to you know like i said even watching our our program just continue to grow and people just you know giving back and the things that we did in the community and, and we just tried to we had tons of fun games to be at great experiences you know we won a state championship that first year and we came back we were down eight with about a minute 50 left it was amazing you know just a great comeback right at the end and you know we lost some heartbreakers too by the same token where we probably could have won another state title or two when we were in there i think i had three seconds along the way i think i felt like marv levy for a while but uh we we had uh you know but i i think that was a testament to the program is because we just kept kept her going, and you know, and like I said, we've a lot of successes, and and I always had good people around me, and even when we, like I said, even those years we might have been a little leaner, or we maybe didn't quite have the talent. If you played us, if you, I think most people would tell you this, if you played us, you knew that you're going to have a battle, no matter what, you know, because when we put that Z on our uh, on our chest, I mean, it was a, that was sort of our mantra, you know, we're going to go out and battle you, play hard, and and uh, fight you to the end. And I think that's, you know, and, and I see that a lot right now when I watch uh, OIT play, you know, and things like that. So, I mean, it's fun to it's fun to still be, um, you know, I stay up with our Zillow teams now. I'll go in once in a while and watch practice, definitely watch a lot of their games. And I'm always a mentor if I need to be to the coach and things like that. But I just, I love the game. You know, I'm, wait a second, I'm just watching the NBA now. It's just starting up, and nobody likes the NBA, but I sure am enjoying a few games that I've watched already this year. So, sort of crazy. But, you know, you talked about still being around the game. Do you, you know, you're a full-time administrator now. Do you ever go over to the high school gym and just walk around to clear your head? 
you know, it's funny you even mention that because I, I think I mentioned just a minute ago that we're at a remodel. We're doing a construction project at our old old gym, right? And we had to we had to some water damage this summer, so we had to pick up the new floor and they're putting a new floor in. Well, guess what I got in my garage right now? <laughs> I got big Z on about a five by five piece of hardwood from our old gym floor, and I don't want to do it yet. I think I'm gonna make it. A, put my office somehow but you know um get it all cleaned up and everything but uh yeah i mean i do i it's sort of my out you know i go i try to as a superintendent you try to go to many activities as you can and uh, a lot of the extracurricular activities obviously i go to most of the basketball games i have a daughter right now that's playing volleyball but you know i try to be at those things and as many as possible um just to yeah just to see what's happening and, and be a part of it it's why I enjoy still watching, you know, college basketball too with my son playing because it still gives me an avenue to the game a little bit, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna miss that when that's all done. I know that because it's still a big part of my life. I, you know, it was with me for so many years. I mean, honestly, I coached you know, all told with Matt Jesusville 29 years of high school basketball in the state of Washington. So, I mean, it it is uh, a big part of my life that, you know, that I would never give back. So it, it's a lot of fun for me. So you mentioned you have your son, Scotty Burge. He starting guards for Oregon Tech Hustling Owls. Last year he started, uh, what was about a third of the way through the season, he became a starter on what was one of the best teams in the nation. They were the national runner-up. Kind of talk your way through those emotions, watching Scotty play college basketball at such a high level and contributing as much as he does to that team. You know, and it, it makes me pretty proud, number one, I guess. And I always had told people, you know, hey, this, this kid can play. He's got a head for the game. You know, maybe he's not the most athletic, maybe, but his savvy's there. I mean, I hate to say it. He's a coach's son. That doesn't mean anything to some people, but it does in the basketball world yeah, sometimes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, you know, I remember when he was, uh, he redshirted his freshman year, was on a partial scholarship. I think he earned his full full scholarship. But, you know, as a, as a, as a second-year freshman, he played a little bit, had his ups and, ups and downs in the season. It actually came on late in the season, but it was fun. I was there the first game he was he actually played as a freshman, uh, and that was it was just great seeing him check in and get into the game and, and and contribute whatever way. And you know he sort of worked his way into the into the mix, and by the end of the year he was you know playing 15, 15 minutes, 17 minutes, and they made it to the national tournament. I think he had a good impact on what was happening. You know they played a late game in the season at College of Idaho, and I think he he had a like three three-pointers and played a good game. So he sort of worked his way back into the mix last year. Same thing happened as a sophomore where he, um, you know, we try to go to as many games as we can. It's quite a trek for us to get there six hours away in good weather. Um, so we stream everything, but, you know, and I get as many live games. I think I got to see about 15 live games last year, and whether it be in Portland or Klamath or wherever. But, you know, he he sort of had one of those seasons where he was up and down, and then I think he started the last 13, 14 games of the year, and they sort of made their run and won the Cascade Conference and made it to the national title game. So, And I got it. I was fortunate to go back to the final four and, uh, and that was just a joy to watch, you know, like you said, uh, whether, wherever his contributions were, but, you know, sometimes it wasn't on the stat sheet, but, um, you know, he, he got to start those, those last games of the year and made an impact. And I think they actually did pretty doggone good when he was in there for whatever reason. And so I'm looking forward to another year and, and uh, or two years, but, um, we're excited for the year to get started again because it is fun to watch. I mean, like I said, it's my link to basketball right now. 
pretty good relationship with the coaching staff and got to know them and got to know a lot of people from Oregon Tech. We just love the community, love the basketball atmosphere and the environment. And we uh, feel like it's a great place for Scotty to be. So you talked about, you know, being back there for the final four, and I certainly enjoyed spending some time with you pregame. Postgame wasn't quite as good on the championship day, but uh, exactly. But it was, regardless, it was a quite an experience. What went? What What were the emotions when you saw your son walk onto the court as a starter in the national championship game? You know, it's hard to uh, it's hard to quantify that, Bill. But you know, I just you know, I got the. It felt like I was coaching a state title game with him getting inter- introduced as a starter. The same type of thing, really. You got those. Was uh, you know the, the stomach just butterflies going and and the chills going you know the hair on the back of your neck sticking up and those kind of things I mean it, that's just fun that's a that's a prideful thing and uh, all I ever wanted him to be was if he really wanted to go on and have a college career uh, in basketball is to go find a program that would fit his needs and you know and just really have good people around him those kinds of things to have a great college experience and. I can't say anything better than what he's having right now. I mean, every time I talk to him, it's like uh, it just we spent a lot of time together this summer. How how committed he is to the program, how many uh, good people he's came into contact with, and uh, you know he came home. He got to be home for about a month this summer. We spent a lot of time on the golf course, and we talked on and on and on. I mean, most of our conversation was about basketball and uh, and you know how it was going to progress and those kinds of things. So I mean, I think it's just. Uh, put all that together you know I, I mean I've been watching the kid play since he was four so it, it's hard you know I mean I'm coming to the end of that that's going to be hard but uh, I'm very happy I mean I remember before he was even in kindergarten he was playing AAU basketball you know and all the times we were in Boise or Vegas or Salem or wherever we were in the northwest you know playing basketball on the weekends and we spent some a lot of time in hotels and so I sort of see some of that paying off, you know. He's, like I said, he's he's had a great experience, and we hope that the next two years continue that way. And I don't see why it wouldn't. He's got a great coaching staff. He's got great kids he plays with, and he's he's he, you know, heck, he was home for a month, and two or three of the weekends he was home, he headed back to Portland to be with the guys. So you know, I figure I know where I stand, right? But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, so I I think he's building some relationships that will last him long past his playing days and whatever he chooses to do later in life. So I'm, I'm real happy for him. And it it is a, you know, coming from that basketball background, being a coach, being a, I I still critique his game in the stands, believe it or not, you know, or when I'm watching him on, while watching the stream or from home and, you know, I'll text him after the game and, you know, I'll say, (laughs) I'll I'll give him my two cents. And I'm sure sometimes he probably doesn't like that, but I know deep down he probably doesn't mind it because he's, probably heard that his whole life right so i think it's he's nor he's used to it doug one of the things we talked about several times on this show is the quality of basketball in the nai there's still a mindset trying to break through that mindset that it's not quality basketball i personally have seen just an explosion in the talent in the nai since so many schools went division three and now there's a big competition for the scholarships that are left. What can you say about the the quality of you watched a lot of NAI basketball? Yeah, I, I know uh, even in my days playing, well, it wasn't the GDAC then, it was NAI when I was at Central. And then, you know, now I'm watching a lot of basketball in the last three, four years at the college level, the Cascade Conference and, and those things. There's great talent. You know, I, 
I, I try to explain to people a little bit about, and I know Oregon Tech may be um, a little bit of a, the extreme because when you're on, you know, I just saw a ranking, what are they, number two in the nation preseason and, yep. you know, obviously make a special title game. I mean, that that's an extreme, but I remember having breakfast last year with Scotty and some of his uh, teammates, and my wife was sitting with me, Stacy, and, you know, she's a great basketball fan, but she doesn't really understand it quite as much as she should, even though she's been through it for so many years. But, you know, um, we were sitting there, and I happened to ask a couple of Scotty's teammates. I said, you know, okay, Seth, here you are. What was your high game in high school? Not the points or everything. He said, sluggishly, 50, you know, and I, and I think Matt, Matt was sitting by him. And I said, hey, Matt, you know, what was your high game, you know, from a 6A school in Oregon, uh, 47. And so I, I – you know, I started thinking as we we're driving home because you got a long, long way to reflect from wherever we were. It was if it was in Klamath or if it was on the Washington side. I can't remember, but we were driving home. And I told my wife, I said, you know, that's the level of basketball you have here at this school. You got 12 guys, and you could attest to this, Bill. You have 12, 13 guys that are probably the best players on their teams in high school, right? So they could go out there and they could all can contribute. They could all play, uh, and that's you know a challenge for Justin and and, and good programs just like it was probably a challenge for me in high school if you have a lot of good players. But, I mean, I think that's a good problem to have, and and I think the talent level is unbelievable in my mind. I mean, to me, I, would, I, I think Oregon Tech could play pretty tough with most schools. I mean, you know, especially in the GNAC or, you know, I don't know about D1 schools, but they probably compete with some of them for sure, you know. So I think it's just – I think a lot of people uh, – and I know when I went back to the national tournament last year and, you know, you had a few – D1 transfers that were playing in different places and were big contributors. So I think it is the level of basketball overall is uh, very good. And I think uh, some quality basketball, uh, you better be ready to play every night in the Cascade League, as we know, um, you know, because, you know, there are some good teams out there and good players everywhere. And so I think just the level in general, and I don't know what's going to happen in the future with the NAIA if they're going to combine the ones and the twos. And, you know, I don't know, I've heard that rumor about. Um, that and some of those things, but it will make a big difference and the level will just continue to grow and grow, I think. Well, Doug, you talked about when Scotty graduates. I mean, you're going to you're gonna really miss the game, aren't you? Yeah, I'll probably just have to make a couple weekend tracks to Climate Falls and just hang out at Shiloh or whatever and, yeah. uh, and go to games and try to go have pizza or something with Coach Parnell after the game. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to uh, find a different way to get involved or at least be um, – you know, you know, be around the game a little bit because I, I, I will miss it. But, you know, maybe you never know. Coach's sons are funny sometimes, even though I know he's uh, got a different track right now as far as health sciences and things that he wants to do. It's funny. I mean, I, I hear from from other coaches and stuff sometimes from the coaching staff that he's like a coach right now, you know. So, I mean, maybe uh, maybe he'll get into coaching and I can get into, you know, watching him do that. I, I don't know that. Uh, but I, I'm just saying maybe he'll be involved in the game some way so, or, or that I can still be involved. Well, that bridge is still a few miles down the road. you got two more years. I look forward to seeing you around the Northwest as the Hustle and Owls play in the Cascade Conference. And uh, we're kicking off here real soon. Doug, I really appreciate you taking the time. No problem. Anytime I, you know, anytime I get a chance to just sort of relax and talk basketball, it's always a, always a, a great thing. I, I don't get a chance to do that as much anymore, so I, I do miss that a little bit. But uh, it gets the fires burning just a little bit. But you know, when I, like you said, we get to start watching the OIT play soon, and uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll be that guy in the stands 
probably just as nervous as everybody else, you know, because I don't have any control over anything setting up in the stands, but uh, that's the hardest part for me. But it's, uh, it is, it will be a fun, fun couple of years left. So, Doug, I was a bit remiss. I should have mentioned you were also inducted into the Washington State Coaches Hall of Fame. Uh, 2015, they must have felt sorry for me, Bill. I, I don't know. I mean, I must have just weathered the storm. They must have felt like, hey, hey we know he's going to retire. We better get him in there before he does that so he can at least be introduced once in a while as a Hall of Famer or something. But, no, nah, that was a big honor for me. I mean, I have some great uh, mentors that obviously were inducted long before I was, and I, I just felt that was a, a great honor to be in the in the State Coaches Hall of Fame. And, um I think I have my picture in the WIA office. I mean, so if, once in a while I'm over there for a meeting as a superintendent, and I always it always sort of brings a smile to my face when I walk by that hallway. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a it, I think that was more for just longevity of a successful career, but it was something that I'm pretty proud of too. And so you're trying to tell me it didn't have anything to do with winning eight almost eighty percent of your games <laughs> over twenty five years? I think that was a factor. Okay, well, maybe slightly, but uh, yeah. I mean, I still get, I, I think you and I have talked about this before, but I still get a little, uh, a lot of people joke and say, well, Doug, you've got what? What do you got? 495 wins? Why didn't you get to 500? Why would you not do that? And I said, well, you know, um, I guess I should have been a little tougher on those guys a few games or whatever. But uh, the the head coach now, we always joke, and he says, well, Doug, you know, I might just um, come up with a little cough and we'll get you like five games and you can come in and be a, the guest coach for five games or something. But, uh, uh we laugh, but, uh, no, I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was a great ride, but you never know. There may be some of that left in me somewhere down the road. I kid sometimes with coach Parnell or some of my other coaching colleagues. You just never know where I may show up in a gym sometime. I mean, I still have the itch once in a while, but right now, obviously, um, that's not going to happen for a while because I'm in a different, um, different realm now in yeah. my professional life yeah but it but it's uh it's always something i i still think about you know i'm probably going to retire here in seven eight nine years maybe there's somewhere for me to even if it's just to help out you know volunteer somewhere and yeah and be somebody else to help out that there might be something to keep my juices flowing in the basketball world so you told on yourself i wasn't even going to bring up the 495 but, you know, we just figured out we can blame that on Scotty, too, because, you know, those six he gave up while he was playing. Yeah, I know. I, I think I told him that a few times, but he doesn't seem to like that one very well. <laughs> I have a little basketball office basically at home, and I think there's a couple of plaques up that have like the 300, 400, that that 500 one is missing. So I, yeah, we laugh about that sometimes. Well, you should be very proud of your coaching career. You know, not the wins are great, but, you know, the impact on all the young men, that's what really lasts down down the road. And, you know, you're you're highly respected. That's why you're in that Hall of Fame. The wins, yes. The winning percentage, yes. But really, it's, it comes down to the impact on the young men. So you should be very, very proud of that. And you should be very proud of your son. He's an amazing young man. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, and I, I hope that's my my lasting sort of presence is that at least uh, the kids that have played for me and the and the and the message that we said and, and a little bit of tra- tradition, but also that you know we did it the right way, class act, and that the kids uh, had a great time and like we taught them a lot more about than just basketball, a little bit about life along the way. So I see that with what I'm watching now in the college level and 
I will tell you this, I'm always proud when I go watch a practice or I get a go in a shoot around or whatever with the OIT guys. I always I'm just they're great young men and, and I really believe that, you know, walk away, they look you in the eye, they shake your hand, Hey, how are you? You know, glad you're here and all kinds of things. So I mean that's always uh makes you feel pretty good. Well, Doug, it sounds like the the world's trying to catch up with you. Really appreciate you taking the time. Look forward to seeing you this season somewhere around the Northwest. I know I'll run into you many times. You bet. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll definitely have to have dinner or something some night while we'll be pregame, you definitely, so we can talk a lot of basketball. I appreciate the time, Bill. Well, it's Doug Burge. He's in a Washington Hall of Fame, high school Hall of Fame coach, coached at Zilla for 23 years, and he won almost five, almost 500 games. Thank you, Doug. Thank you for having me.